This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. We are starting a new series this month on the believer's authority, the authority of the believer. That's our new series. If if you enjoyed the last series, can you wave your hand? If you know you enjoyed the last one, glory to God. God bless you. So we're going to continue this series, the believer's authority. And today we are starting off with the spirit, his spirit, his blood, and his power. His spirit, his blood, and his power. You see, Christ has risen. I want us to understand that's one important thing that we miss out when we talk about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The reason Christ rose from the grave is to empower the church. The whole reason of resurrection, apart from salvation, is for God to, to call back or to restore to us the authority and the power that the enemy has stolen from us. Can somebody shout amen? That is the whole reason of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When you're talking about the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you are talking about the restoration of power. And I want to tell you the resurrection of Jesus Christ is where God displayed his power. That is a total display of God's power. And I want to tell you that your enemy has no more power over you. The Bible says all power, Jesus says, all power has been given unto me. When he rose from the grave, he took the power from Satan. The enemy has no power. So what he uses is deception. And I want, to, I want you to understand that the power now belongs to the church. Can you shout the man? So the power belongs to you. Glory to God. And this morning I want us to go from the, I'm going to start, I'm starting this message in a very strange way this morning. But if you follow me very carefully, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. Now, we're starting from Exodus chapter 25 and verse 8. That is not a popular scripture. Glory to God. Everyone's supposed to say Jesus on the, on, on the verses. <laughs> but I want you to follow this teaching. You're going to get it. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says, Exodus 25 and verse 8, Let them make a sanctuary for me so I may live among them. You see, I want to go back to the old dispensation, to the Old Testament. You see, initially, there were two major ways God was releasing his power and leading the, the children of Israelite. One of them was he led them through the ark, ark of the covenant. That is where God's power resided. And God has been finding a way to live in us. He has been finding a way to live in us. So, as of that time, God was finding a way to live inside of a man. He was trying to release his power in us. And as of that time, he couldn't do it. He had 
to build him a, a, an ark of covenant and with the mercy seat where he will speak from them his presence and his spirit and his power will speak to the children of Israelite from the, from the mercy seat. And he asked them to put it in, put that ark in a sanctuary. Glory to God. And because he, he, he was finding a way to get into their lives. And that was the one way he led them. So during the Old Testament, there, were, there was no full demonstration of the power of God. The power of God was not fully manifested in them. Amen? So, so and, and the reason for the resurrection of Jesus Christ is that for the duplication of his spirit in us and the full demonstration of his power in us. Can you shout amen? But initially, God couldn't do it. And, okay, Exodus 25 verse 22. Are you following me there? And there I will meet with you and I will speak with you from above the mercy seat from between the two cherubim which are on the ark of the testimony. That is one of the ways God led them. But they did not experience the full manifestation of the power of God. Can you shout hallelujah? So, so now, but in our own dispensation is different. I want to show you. I'm going ahead of myself, but I want to rush to someone. Now, the number two way where God led them was, you see, in the Old Testament, you can agree with me that God led them or God releases power and his spirit through them only through either he, either he, either he moves through prophets or he moves through the kings or he moves through the priests or any special person on a special assignment. The spirit of God was not upon all of them. It was on few people. Few people had the spirit of God. Whether, whether you're a priest, or you're a king, or you are, uh, you are, you're a prophet, or you're on a special assignment, that is where you will carry the spirit. In fact, the truth is that some of them were temporarily empowered. They were not fully empowered. Glory to God. Now, Numbers chapter 11 Verse 16 to verse 17. I'm going somewhere. This message will hear someone. I'm telling you, after this message, your life will not remain the same. In the name of Jesus. At Numbers 11, verse 16 to verse 17. The Bible says that, So the Lord said to Moses, Gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting. Then that they, that they may stand there with you. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take of the spirit that is upon you and will put that same upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with you that you may not bear it yourself alone. Can you show the man? That is to show you that that spirit of God was not on all of them. It wasn't all of them. It wasn't on all of them. So the reason that Jesus came is to release that spirit in your life. And once you carry that spirit, you carry power. Can you show them that? Once that spirit is upon you, you carry power. So initially, they were not all filled with the power of God. 
they were not all filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the essence of the coming of Jesus. To restore authority and power into your life. So resurrection is not an event. Resurrection is a person. It's a person of the Holy Spirit. Resurrection is power of the Holy Spirit. It's not a person. It's not an event. So we are not celebrating an event. We are celebrating the release of power in the life of every believer. Can you shout hallelujah? Now, going further, Acts chapter 2, verse 16 and verse 17. Now, in the Old, in the Old Testament, there was a prophecy by Joel, by prophet Joel, and I'm reading Acts chapter 2. Follow me on the screen, please. If you're watching online, you're going to see that. Acts 2, verse 16. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Amen? This was a prophecy that Joel gave. In the Old Testament, that some at some point the Spirit of the Lord will be poured upon every believer. Amen. That every believer will be the carrier of the power and the presence of God, which was not in the old time, in the old dispensation. Can you shout hallelujah? I'm taking you to a teaching, and you're gonna get it. Amen. Now he prophesied this. In the Old Testament, if you read um, Jewel chapter 2, it, it's well explained in Jewel chapter 2, but it was repeated in the Acts of the Apostles. Amen? And if you read John, John, I'm talking about the Old Testament, I'm going to the New Testament, all of you follow me. Now, Jewel prophesied that, that in the last days, that the Spirit of the Lord will pour upon all, all our believers. Now, John did the same thing in the New Testament. John chapter 7. Verse 30 to verse 30. Not supposed to be 30 to 39. No, okay. That should be 30 to uh, 29 to 30 or something. Okay. Now, it says, for the scripture declares that, that rivers of living waters shall flow from the innermost being of anyone who believes in him. Talking about Jesus. Anyone who believes in him. And he said, he was speaking of the Holy Spirit. Follow me very carefully. He was speaking of the Holy Spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. Talking about Jesus. But the Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet returned to his glory in heaven. You understand that? The, what God is saying here is what, what uh, John is saying here was that it has been designed that a prophecy of Joel is going to come upon every believer. But that spirit of God will never be activated until Jesus died, until Jesus died and resurrected. Then we are empowered to have that same spirit and walk in that same power. Can you shout amen? Can you say hallelujah? Are you getting this teaching this morning? So you have to understand the reason he died and the reason he resurrected is for you to walk in power. That's, not, that's nothing less than that. For you to walk in power. Glory to God. Now, Luke chapter 24 verse, 20, 24, verse 29. Are you following me there? If you're following me, I, have I lost you? Have I lost you? 
If you are here, shout the Lord, hallelujah. Okay, Luke 24, verse 49. And now I will send the Holy Spirit. Now, Jesus now talking about it. Joel talked about it. John talked about it. Jesus himself is talking about it. He said, and now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father has promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with what? Power from heaven. When he was going to heaven, he said, I will go so that that power will come. So the essence of the resurrection of Jesus is for you to enjoy the power of God. Can you shout the man? Can you shout hallelujah? And the Bible saying now in John 1 to what John 1 to can you go there? But as many as what received him, to them he gave him power to become. Once you receive him, that power is released in your life. Because that power is available to every one of us. You see, the reasons, to be very frank with you, you know why I wear these marks. I'm not wearing these marks because I'm afraid of COVID-19. I'm wearing these marks because I want to obey the rules. I tell you, I'm not talking this from words of mouth. If that virus touches my body, you die. It dies. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. If that thing touches me, it dies. Because I understand the power of God that is at work in my life. That's power. The power of God is at work in your life. You got to be conscious. Stop the power from manifesting. Fear can stop the power from manifesting. When you are so much afraid, it's a fear open doors to a whole lot of things. But I want you to understand, if you know who you are carrying, if you know who is living in you, you can't be afraid of anything. You cannot fear nothing. Because greater is he that lives in you than he that lives in the world. So once you have received Jesus in your life, the power of God is not living in you. This, once you receive Jesus... You have received power because the Bible said the word in the beginning was the word and the word was God and, and the word was made flesh. John 1 14. The word was made flesh and dwell among us. Jesus was the word. And the Bible says the word, which is Jesus, that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So when you receive Jesus, you have received the spirit of power. In your life. That is to say that nothing should threaten your life. Nothing should threaten you. You must know who you believe in. As you celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus, you have to understand that Jesus has released his power upon your life. All power has been given unto me. Jesus saying, I am the resurrection. I am the life. I am. I am the resurrection. It is it. I will be. I am. Once you receive him, you receive that same spirit that, that raised him up from the dead. That same spirit start to walk in your life. He said, greater things you will do. The things that I did, you can do. And he said, greater things 
I go to the Father and I release that same spirit in you. Greater things than this will you do. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout amen? So, now I want to take you back to the old dispensation for a few minutes. I want you to understand this. I want to take you to the old dispensation for a few minutes. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 5. I'm going to read this scripture at verse 6 verses. Follow me very carefully. Follow me. You're going to understand this. First Samuel chapter 5. Glory to God. He said, then the Philistines, let me, let me give you a summary. The Philistines defeated the children of Israelite and they took the Ark of the Covenant. Ark of the Testament, Ark of the Covenant. They took it. And the Bible said the Philistines took the Ark of God and they brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. And they took the Ark of God and brought it into the house of Dagon and set it beside the image of Dagon, their chief god, their chief idol. When the people of Ashdod got up early the next day, behold, Dagon has fallen on his face on the ground before the ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and returned him to his place. And when they got up early the next morning, Behold, the God has again fallen on his face on the ground before the ark of the Lord and his head this time and both, uh, both palms of his hand we are what? Lying cut off on the threshold. Only the trunk portion of the idol of the God was left on him. Are you there? Okay, verse 5 and verse 6. This is the reason Neither the priest of Dagon nor any, any who entered Dagon's house steps on the threshold of Dagon in Ashdod to this day. Then the hand of the Lord was heavy on the people of Ashdod and he caused them to be dumbfounded and struck them with tumors, both Ashdod and his territory. Can you shout them in? What are you talking about? Now, I told you that the Ark of the Covenant is a carrier of the presence of God. The Ark of the Covenant was a, was a carrier of the Spirit of God. Now, the Bible says they took the Ark that has the Spirit of God and they put that Ark in the house of Uncle the God, the God of the Philistines. And the God fell. The God fell. Hand broken, head cut off by the reason of the Spirit of God on an ark. Glory to God. Are you following this teaching this morning? On inside an ark, nobody touched the God. Nobody touched Uncle the God. Nobody touched him, but he fell on his own. And the Bible said, to this day, not even the priest of the God can go there. The power struck the whole territory that no one could enter there. Now I have a question for you. Jesus has reason. That same spirit of God is not in you. Are you getting me? The same spirit that was in an ark is now in your life. The same spirit that if that spirit oh my God, I'm going ahead. Okay, let me 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 8 to 9. Are you there? Now, God 
was talking about, Apostle Paul was talking about the old covenant. I just show you a, a little glimpse of what happened. That the God of the God, the enemy could not stand the power of God in an ark. What can stop the power of God in your life? That is the whole reason for resurrection. For you to carry power. For you to express power in all that you do and in every area of your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Now the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 8 and 9. He, he, how will the ministry of the spirit not be more glorious? How will the ministry of the spirit in your life is no longer only in the life of priests or prophets or or in the life of some special people on a special assignment, the Spirit of God is not resting in your life. Glory to God. Now, how will that ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? If they experience glory of any sort, what about you? For, for if the ministry of condemnation had some glory, the ministry of the righteousness of righteousness exceed much more in glory. If the ministry of righteousness that puts you in right standing with God through the power of the Holy Spirit, where that ministry will not much more be more glorious than the ministry of the Old Testament. You, you should experience more than what experience. That is no sick for everyone at the sound of my voice this morning. No sickness survives in your body. I said no sickness survives in your body. In the name of Jesus, nothing can stop you if you understand and you are conscious of who is living in you. The reason of this resurrection is, what, is to remind us that we have been designed to walk in power. And you have to activate the power of God in your life. First, you have to be conscious of it. Fear has no place in your life. Amen? Glory to God. Colossians 2 verse 12. He said, In which you also were raised with him through faith in the workings of God. Who raised him from the dead? When he rose, you rose. You are no longer where you used to be. When he died, you died. You activate this by faith. That's what he's saying. But through the walking, through the faith, in the, through faith in the workings of God, you have to believe that when he died, you died. When he rose, you rose. You are no longer in the grave. Whether it's grave of sickness or disappointment or setback or evil, it doesn't matter what it is. When he rose, you rose. You are no longer there. I want to, I'm not trying to psych you, but I'm trying to tell you what the Bible says. That Jesus has risen. Therefore, you also, you are no longer where you used to be. There's a change of position. There's a change of hierarchy. There's a change of standard in your life. There's a change in your life because Jesus rose. You are, you're out. You're free. Glory to God. Now you have to understand that the power of God is 
is not in your life. Glory to the Lamb of God. If that spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit that raised him from the dead will quicken your life. The same spirit. So by faith, you have been raised to enjoy and live in the power of God. Glory to God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Romans 6 verse 4. Romans 6 verse 4. Just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so you, even so you have been raised. You have been raised the same way the glory of the Father delivered Jesus from the grave. The same glory has delivered you so that you may what? walk in the newness of life. The reason he died and resurrected is to activate the power of God in your life so that you may walk in the newness of life. And I declare for someone this morning, everything becomes new in your life in the name of Jesus. Everything becomes new. Every weakness is gone. Every affliction is gone. Every oppression is gone. Everything that is dying in your life receives divine strength in the name of Jesus. He has called you to live in the newness of life. That's, that is the main reason of his resurrection. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Okay. Romans 8 verse 11. I just quoted that earlier on. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also what? Give life. Give life. I don't know what is dying around you. I don't know what is dead in your life. I speak life. I speak life into your destiny. I speak life into your bodies. I speak life into your career. I speak life into your business. I speak life into the life of your children. I speak life into your family. I speak life into the works of your hand. Glory to God. That same spirit. That same spirit is in you. And he will give life and quicken. Nothing dies in the life of anyone at the sound of my voice this morning. Anything weak receive the life of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. I want to give my last scripture before we go to communion. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 42 to verse 43. 43. So also, so also, hallelujah, okay, so also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in, in corruption. It is sown, it is sown in this honor and it's raised in glory it is sown in weakness 
and it is raised in power. He's talking about you. When he died, he was engaged or in the life of this horn. When we rose, he rose in glory. When, when he died, he was in weakness. When he rose, he rose in power. God is saying to you the same thing. That your life have now moved from this honor to honor. Because he had risen. Your life is now from weakness to power. You are no longer where you used to be. Glory to God. You are no longer where you used to be. There's a change of position in your life. Glory to God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now I want to speak over you this morning as we go to the communion table. That in the name of Jesus, don't see weakness because you are now in power. Don't see this honor because you are now in glory. Don't see shame because there's a change and a shift in your life. Glory to God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now, before we go to the communion table this morning, wherever you're seated, I want to lift your voice in 60 seconds. We're going to activate that power in your life. From this moment, I walk in the power of God. Are you praying this morning? If you are watching me online, I want to pray. Just lift up your voice and pray. I activate the power of resurrection in my life, in my, in my life, and from this day, nothing stops in my life. I receive the strength of God. I receive divine empowerment in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Are you praying this morning? Can I hear you pray this morning? In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we receive strength. We receive strength for everyone sick this morning. You are healed. If you are hearing me this morning and you are going through any kind of health challenge, whether it's mental, psychological, emotional, whether in your body, I decree you are healed in the name of Jesus. The power of his resurrection is active in your life at the sound of my voice. The power of God is active in your life in the name of Jesus. You are no longer going to be held back. You are free. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. If you are blessed, this one is shout a lot hallelujah. If you know that Christ has risen and your situation has changed, shout a lot hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Are you blessed this morning? We are not done yet. Uh, if you are in this meeting this morning and Jesus is not the Lord of your life, I want to, I want to pray this prayer. Anybody in the house that want to give his or her life to Jesus, if you are in this auditorium this morning, and Jesus is not your Savior, you want to give your life to Jesus. Anybody like that here this morning? Okay, if you are watching us online and Jesus is not your, the Lord, your Lord and your Savior, I ask you this morning that you, you're going to pray this prayer with me on the screen. Oh God in heaven. I believe with all my heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead. I receive your word. I repent of my sin. I renounce the past. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I receive my forgiveness. I receive the new bad cleanse and wash in the word and in the precious blood of Jesus. Fill me with the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. If you pray that prayer, you're going to see some information on your screen. I want you to um, reach back to us on that information. Yeah, and... I'm going to pray with you and lead in the way of Christ and teach you the way of God 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Are you blessed this morning? We're going to go to the communion section. If you are, is it on? Is it on? Okay. If you are watching us online, I want to get your communion elements ready. If you are in the auditorium, please, do you have your, there's a communion on the, on the hallway. If you don't have that, please, you can go to the hallway and have your communion uh, element with you as you pray this morning. If you don't have, you can go to the hallway. Just have one in your hands. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Go ahead. chapter 9, if you're watching online from verse 13 to verse 14, the Bible says, for if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the, the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Can you show the man? The Bible says in the old dispensation that the blood of goats were able to clean their flesh. How much more the blood of Jesus? I want to understand the power in what you're about to do this morning. This power, how much more will the blood of Jesus cleanse your life from every dead works? Anything that does not look like Christ in your body by this communion this morning, you are free. Amen. I want to take the devil of the Lord serious this morning. Don't just come and take communion. Have an expectation. As this gets into your life, I want to give you some few seconds. What do you want the blood of Jesus to change in your life? What is that thing that must stop happening in your life? As you partake of this communion this morning, that thing comes to an end in your life in the name of Jesus. By this communion, there will be a change in your life. There will be a divine transformation. There will be a divine translocation in your life in the name of Jesus. As we partake this morning, you are free. In Jesus' name. So if you are ready this morning, you can open your communion. We're going to go to our declaration. If you are watching us online, we're going to communion blessing this morning. If you're watching us online, you're going to see that on your screen. Hallelujah. So get your communion element open. We're going to decree. After we decree, then you can take your communion. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Are you ready? You can. 
you can stand if you want. Hallelujah. This morning, I'm ready to make the declaration of faith. You have your communion open. Let's go. Father, in the name of Jesus, I can hear you. Father, in the name of Jesus, is it on? Father, in the name of Jesus, I decree. Are you ready? Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, I, I declare that this element becomes the blood and the flesh of Jesus and by this communion everything dead and weak in me comes alive I am totally cleansed the enemy has no power over me I have an internal access to my freedom and I walk a new level of grace an impartation of God's power in the mighty name of Jesus. You cannot partake. Hallelujah. After you partake of the coming and begin to speak, begin to pray, begin to pray, whatever you want. Oh, 